Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Championing the core conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. The rich men hold for rich men. Lord knows they all just want to have total control. Want to know what you think. Want to know what you do. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Which is Haw's number one talk, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. As a reminder, you can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page. And follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. Well, on Tuesday, a longtime Democrat insider, a Washington Post columnist, David Ignatius did the unthinkable. He said the quiet part out loud. He wrote that he didn't think Biden and Vice President Harris should run for re-election. <laughs> Something I've been saying for a year now. Joining us now to discuss the implications of this article is Curtis Houck from Newsbusters. Curtis, how you doing, brother? It's good to have you back on the show, my friend. Always a pleasure, my friend. So, um... Now, keep in mind, Ignatius is famous for being Joe Biden's favorite columnist. Did he, I mean, he's off the reservation here. Did, uh, I mean, did, did somebody at the DNC piss him off or is he just finally took the red pill or something? I, I don't understand why he finally came out and said this. Well, there's a couple options here, John. Let's go through them. Number one. He's the deep state columnist. Let's make that clear. He's not just a Washington columnist. He's the columnist of the deep state. The intelligence community, military, anytime they want to leak something or you know report something, they go to him because he does a lot of these reporting columns where he does interviews and breaks news. You know, right? Very important. His dad was a diplomat uh, in South Viet for in in the Vietnam War in South Vietnam for the U.S. State Department, I believe. So this guy is. The swamp of swamps. Got major military industrial con complex connections too. Exactly. So he, this is important that he came out. The reason, I mean, and I think the more I've thought about it as the week has gone on, I'm kind of like, well, you know what? Here's the thing. The time is running out for them to get rid of somebody, to get rid of Joe and replace him with someone. So, you know, maybe his calculus is saying that, you know, well, Biden's already going to run, so I can just say it. Um, you know, and then the other part is if you 
look at it, the beginning of it, he takes a long time to get to his point. He does. And that's what's really frustrating. Like when if you're like his editor and, you know, people like David Ignatius just write whatever they want and it gets published. Like if you read it, you're like, dude, your entire point is Joe Biden shouldn't run. But you take multiple paragraphs to even get to that point. You talk about how he's governed from the center and how, you know, he ran to restore the soul of America. You're taking forever to get there. So, yeah, the the whole first part of the article is is a is praising and what a great job he is, what a great president he's been. And then it's like, but, and then he, and then he cites two big liabilities uh, that he says Biden carries into the 2024 campaign. He would be 82 when he began a second term and is basically citing his age and cognitive ability. And then the other one he cites is Kamala Harris and that she's less popular than Biden with a 39 and a half percent approval rating. Um, I mean, my first thought when I was reading this is, wow, is this he he switched from being he took off one hat, Democrat hat and put on a Republican hat. I mean, I I, I'm just trying to figure out what his thought is. He's not doing this to look out, you know, to give the Republicans a shot. He's doing this for the Democrats. He's doing this as a friend. This column reads like I'm telling you as a friend, you have a problem. This is like an intervention for somebody who's has an addiction. Like so, this is an intervention column for dementia Joe. So do you think this is, this is this is the dam breaking, giving permission basically to others to now come out and say, well, you know, I, I used to be supporting Joe, but now that I've thought about it, you know, it really is time for him to go. Because if you, I don't know if you saw Ignatius the following day went on MSNBC with Mika and Joe Brzezinski. And they basically said the exact same thing. They said, well, they said that. Yeah, yeah, they said the same stuff that he's old, that off he's cut. Air. Yes. Off, yeah. I mean, they all said the same stuff. And I'm wondering if if this is like the beginning of the end or if this is. But then, of course, the Democrats have been bringing out all the old, you know, Nancy Pelosi and everybody else coming around saying, no, 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 no. We love Joe. He's our guy. Right. Well, I think. They're they're trying to pretend to be objective here. You know, you, you the key with that Joe Scarborough, Joe Brzezinski clip was him saying, well, much of the conversation is about Donald Trump. But, you know, in the t- little bit of time that it does go to Joe Biden, that's what people are saying off air. People are saying this quietly. And I feel like they, they have room to say this because they believe Donald Trump is going to be the Republican nominee. And it obviously kind of looks that it looks that way. Um, so they can just say, well, basically, we'll take vegetable brain over a crazy person (laughs) and this is done under the guise of objectivity they're saying you know hey we can admit that our guy is not in you know control of his faculties but that's better because we can control him than a mega egomaniac you know who's now trying to sound like a moderate on abortion among other sorts of things and trying to take a middle road on transgenderism. Don't believe this guy. He's just trying to, you know, curry favor with you guys. Um, you know, it's just a big mess. We're talking with Curtis Houck from Newsbusters. Let me, Aggie, you've been at this a long time. You've been watching the news and studying the news. And you brought those two last things up. I, I've i watched those two clips of Trump in that interview. Um I can't figure this out. I, I don't understand what he is trying to do with his comments on life and with his comments on the transgender thing, because it does seem like he's 
I don't know. What is he trying to do? Is he trying to find a lane where he's still conservative, but he's not conservative? What, what, well, what is well, his thought process? Well, that well, the first the the transgenderism comments came during the Megyn Kelly interview, which right. he also made. As Ron DeSantis called it, the immaculate commendation uh, to Tony Fauci. He says, oh, "No, but I don't know who did that. Uh, that was you, buddy." Um, I think he's doing that because on the first one because it's a generous friend. I think that's kind of the way that works. And he grew up in New York, so it's not visceral. It's not like – and he didn't grow – and Donald Trump hasn't grown up going to church. He really still doesn't really go to church by by all accounts. So this is not something that, like, he believes in his no is wrong based on, like, the Bible. He sees this as a political issue. And then on life, I guess he's trying to attack moderate to the middle because, you know, what people have said about how things went in the 2022 midterms for Republicans. But here's the thing. The rich white liberal wine moms that watch Nicole Wallace's show and hide under their covers at night worrying about <laughs> Donald Trump are not going to suddenly give you a chance. They didn't vote for him in 2016. They didn't vote for his party in 2018. They didn't vote for him in 2020. And they certainly didn't vote for Republican in 2022. They're not going to change their minds. No. The people around me Outside of Washington, D.C. and the Virginia suburbs, the wine moms are not <laughs> going to vote for you. No. It's just not going to happen. No, we have that same conversation here when we talk to Republicans who are considering, well, maybe I should pander to the, the, the teachers unions and that kind of stuff. And we have to explain to them, you have an R behind your name. When it gets to the general, they're never going to vote for you. So you could be nice. You could say, yeah, yeah it doesn't yeah. matter. Don't be rude. Be respectful and try and find common ground. But don't expect that when it gets to the general, they're going to support you because you have an R behind your name. They're never going to support you. It's it's that simple. So, Curtis, I know we're, we're kind of up on my quarter break here. Do you think there are going to be more calls for Biden and Harris to drop out, or do you think – you think it's going to die down now? Ignatius did his thing. He can now, if they lose, he can say, I told you so. Or do you think this is the floodgate opening? I don't know. I think they may be trying to flush this out of their system. Just like you hear reporting that the liberal me- from the liberal media that Democrats are going to try to separate and sever Hunter Biden. Like they're going to give oxygen to all of the unsavory things we've been seeing, talking about reporting from the laptop with, Joe, with Hunter Biden for years and just say Hunter Biden's conduct was completely different from Joe Biden. That's one strategy that seems to be one that they're willing to at least explore going forward. So maybe that's what they're doing so that when we can get around to this next year, that Trump or whomever is on the debate stage or in interviews and in a convention speeches, the media can just say, we've talked about this already, so therefore we do not need to talk about it, and that is old news. That's another strategy that they do. They flush these stories out that are negative and ones that should have staying power, but they do them early in an election season to then just say, this is old news. Voters know about this already. We need to move on. So you've been at, again, you've been at a long time. You've watched this. You're a student of the press and politics. Do you think there's any chance they'll drop out or do you think this is baked and and Biden Harris are the nominees? It's got to it's got to be soon. I mean, I feel like because it's the same sort of thing with Republicans and people saying, oh, Glenn Youngkin's going to get in. I love Glenn Youngkin. He's my governor. Virginia rolls on uh, runs on Yunkin. Like, are you kidding me? But like, it's not going to happen. There's a thing called filing deadlines. Yeah, and yeah. they're approaching fast. Yeah, no, he's not getting in. I think he's. I think he recognizes that the window for him is the next cycle. And and it's the same thing for Democrats. Right. It's it's yeah. just for Newsom and some of these guys. You know, 
Stacey Abrams might have some grand delusions. I don't know. Well, she but still like, thinks she's they're governor. They're not going to happen. She, she, right. still, she still thinks she's governor anyway. So, you know. I and mean, it, it's according to Star Trek, she's ambassador of, like, Earth or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she still thinks she's elected. She won the first time. Curtis, if, uh, if folks want to connect with you, if they want to get breaking news or find out, basically, if they want to help hold the media accountable, the best way is newsbusters.org, mm-hmm. correct? At, and at Newsbusters on X. Uh, on X, yes, on, on Twitter. I just call it Twitter. I appreciate you, brother. Thank <laughs> you again for joining us, my friend. And let's. Uh, I will. I will be talking with you uh, on Saturday too, as well at the Men's Leadership Series. Yes, carry on, gentlemen. Th- thank you, brother. Thank you, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. Take care. We'll take a quick break, and then Colonel Eric Buer, who will, uh, who's a retired Marine, will be with us to explain why he says. Biden's woke military priorities are putting our servicemen and women at risk. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Are you hungry for the taste of Philly? Then you need a Spangles Sourdough Philly Cheesesteak. The Spangles Sourdough Philly Cheesesteak. Spiced just right. Sliced thin, hot off the grill steak. And those fresh, sautéed, sweet red onions and green pepper slices. Then we'll add melted Swiss cheese. All on Spangles' own recipe, fresh-baked, butter-toasted sourdough bread. The Spangles Sourdough Philly Cheesesteak. Spangles, it just tastes better. Would you like to earn up to $60,000 a year as a general manager and have advancement opportunities earning up to $100,000 as an area supervisor? Then Kansas-owned and operated Spangles is the place for you. So if you have previous experience and want to earn great pay, bonuses, benefits, and the opportunity for advancement, stop by any Spangles or go online at SpanglesInc.com. That's SpanglesInc.com. Come join our team. We're out to be number one in the USA. It's model year in clearance time. Every new Ford is on sale. Our 2023s have to go to make room for 2024s on the way. We're making it easy for you with financing as low as 0% APR up to 60 months and big model year in discounts. Savings up to $11,000 off MSRP or financing as low as 0% APR. But you have to hurry in. This is for a limited time. Heck, with big discounts like these, we might run out of inventory. If you don't come see me today, I can't save you any money. Plus tax and fees. F-150, 23 T-466. MSRP, 65, 325. Sale price, 64, 325. Must finance with Ford credit. Must have a qualifying trading with purchase. 0% APR finance and select new Fords for up to 60 months. 1667 payment per month for 1,000 finance. Offers cannot be combined. Expires 10 2023 Bad decisions limit future options. Stop adversity from becoming stress. Listen to The Flotline with host Rick Hughes Sunday at 8.30 a.m. Learn problem-solving devices built on God's Word for inspiration, education, all without manipulation. The Flotline, this Sunday on KNSS. Our employees at Don Link construction are the reason why we are a leader in our industry. I like working for Donlinger Construction because I feel like I'm part of a team. 
Don Linger Construction is now hiring physicians in and around the Wichita area. We're employee-owned and offer competitive weekly pay and benefits. Quick start your new career and join our growing team. Apply online at dondlinger.biz. That's D-O-N-D-L-I-N-G-E-R.biz. Don Linger Construction is an EEO-compliant employer. Veterans, women, and minorities are encouraged to apply. 20. Finish the job. 24. 2024 is our final battle. The race is on. Welcome to the race. In this Republican primary, there is one lane. And that lane is right through Donald Trump. Your election headquarters, 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. This is Dana Lash, and you're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Simplify. Do or die So gone hold to go and pay the price So here's to leathernecks Devil dogs and jarheads And Paris Island in July Simplify Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Want to remind you, you can always listen to us by telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. If you ever miss an episode, just visit knssradio.com. You can find links to podcasts of all our previous episodes there. And, of course... Make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. Well, are Biden's woke military priorities putting our service men and women at higher risk? Last month, a United States Marine Corps aircraft with 23 Marines on board crashed on a North Australian island, killing at least three and critically injuring at least five during a multinational training exercise. My next guest says these kinds of accidents are all too frequent and may be a direct result of Biden's woke military priorities. Retired U.S. Marine Corps Colonel Eric Buer is an author of Ghosts of Baghdad, Marine Corps gunships on the opening days of Iraq War. He is currently a senior executive for an aviation and training company. He's also a consultant and public speaker in the areas of military and commercial aviation and global conflict. He is a native Californian who spent his formative years in rural New England before graduating from Ohio Wesleyan University with a degree in economics. After accepting a commission from the Marine Corps, he was trained to fly attack helicopters. His deployments took him to the Persian Gulf, Somalia, Bosnia, Iraq, and Afghanistan. He later served on the staff of the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff as a professor of national security strategy and policy at the Naval at the National War College. So basically, the guy knows what he's talking about. Colonel Buer, thank you again for joining us this evening, and thank you as well for your service, sir. We uh, we appreciate your your service. John, uh, happy Sunday. It's great to be here. Great to spend some time with you and your listeners. Yes, well, thank you. I, I my father, my stepfather was the uh, he passed away a few years ago, but he was Wichita's. Uh, oldest living Marine when he passed away, served uh, two tours in World War II, uh, and he retired as a lieutenant colonel. And so uh, he, he would appreciate this interview for sure. So, again, thank you for your service, sir. Um, you know, I, 
I read these stories about I got a couple of links that I kind of looked up a few stories and it it does seem like there's a number of these crashes and errors and accidents happen training exercises this type of stuff it's it's very detailed work it's very intensive work but it does seem like there's an uptick in these kinds of incidents and I guess the question is, is, is President Biden and his administration weakening America's warfighters through their, their, their misprioritizing? I mean, it seems like they're not prioritizing the right kinds of things. And is that, in, in the end, weakening us because we're focusing on stuff we need, that the military doesn't need to be focusing on? Well, you, you, you can't talk about having uh, a world-class military without investing in it. And so in aviation, it, partic- it, it, it certainly it affects a lot of different um, types of platforms. It affects each service a little bit differently. But aviation is, is something you have to spend uh, in really – you really have to invest in it for the long term. Right. We're coming out of almost – you know, this is going on 20-plus years of consistent – very persistent conflict, uh, and the airframes we fly have just been ridden really, really hard. Um, and we're, as you know, we're in a we're in a transition transitional uh, phase with a lot of our uh, our aircraft fleets, and that just certainly goes to the Navy and the Marine Corps and the Air Force. Uh, introduction of the F thirty fives, you know, introduction and, and continue to purchase um, our medium lift aircraft like C one thirty Js, but. I mean, it's, it's really, really challenging, and you you have to invest in it, and you have to invest in training, you have to invest in people. Uh, it's because it's what what keeps them alive, and it really is what makes us such a, a threat to our enemies. Well, and it does seem like some of their priorities, not only on their spending, but just in the what they think is important to focus on. I mean, the, the military's singular purpose is to provide for the common defense, and yet it seems like this administration, in particular, is trying to turn it into a, a social experiment. I mean, they're, they, they've incorporated critical race theory at the service academies. Uh, they, I mean, it just seems like they're, they're not focusing both financially and uh, policy-wise in the right areas. I mean, I, I noticed there was a recent memo that was put out discussing how to strengthen the effectiveness of the force. And the first topic listed by the Biden administration was promoting diversity and inclusion. I mean, I, how does including drag shows and transgender transgender service members promote strengthening the effectiveness of the force? Yeah, those are those are unfortunate, and I I, I don't believe. Um, I talked to a lot of young a lot of young men and women uh, in the military now, or join the military uh, from where I from where I live in Florida. And I don't believe they're fooled by it. Uh, you've got a third-class petty officer who's doing recruiting for the Navy as a drag queen. And yeah, I've seen that. It's a really, it's it's uh, it's you know it's disheartening. It's very disingenuous. Um, he's got you know millions of followers, and, and that someone believed that is an approach that would be appropriate. Um, I think the young men and women in this country don't join the military for that at all. They don't, that's not what they're there for. Maybe there's a small percentage of them. Um, the vast majority I've seen my entire career. Of, just people are dedicated. They want to serve their nation. Uh, they want to serve in a way that they can only they can only be done in uniform. So I think so much of that is um, it's very dramatic. It's very unnecessary. Uh, those types of people they'll they'll never win nations wars. They'll never fight our nations wars. They'd find a way out. 
Uh, so I, I, it's, it's certainly disheartening. How, uh, and I think it's very you know, disingenuous. How does any of this affect troop morale? I have to think that that kind of person representing the, you know, the, the military, the, the new policy that, that promotes and celebrating sex reassignment procedures um, in the military, taxpayer funded, that kind of stuff. I, I mean, does that how is that affecting service men and women? Are they seeing that and thinking, gosh, you know, I'm sitting here flying an old, you know, rust bucket or I can't get, you know, the, the body armor that I need. And they're spending money on sex reassignment procedures. It, it, does that is there a morale issue in the services right now or is this minor and we're making, you know, mountains out of molehills? Well, you know, I, I, I'm, I, like I said, I'm a little removed from exactly the impact it would have. Uh, but I, I talk daily to folks still in uniform, senior leaders still in uniform, clearly. Um, and it's up to them. I mean, leaders need to lead. Uh, you know, I would say from a Marine Corps perspective, we have tremendous leaders, tremendous NCOs, senior NCOs, officers who are there to lead. Uh, and I don't believe for a minute that they're going to be uh, swayed by what is this uh, very temporary um, positioning so uh, of whatever whatever the social you know engineering they wanted to execute i think they most you know they they will they will execute they're, they're, what they've always been told to do, that leaders are going to lead they're not going to believe that crap for the right. most part that's what i guess what i'm yes and so uh, it, it can be noise i don't think on a day-to-day basis in the platoon in the you know in the second marine division they're talking about it they could care less they're probably laughing about it but they don't care <laughs> well they're, and i'm they're training you know, and that's what they're doing. I'm glad to hear you say temporary. I I hope that's that is the case, and that you get a new administration that reprioritizes back on what the military should be focused on, which is you know national defense and you know kicking butts and taking names. Um, Colonel, I I know you've got a new book out, Ghosts of Baghdad, Marine Corps gunships on the opening days of the Iraq War. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about the book? And I know they can find it at Eric Buer. It's E-R-I-C-B-U-E-R dot com. But can you tell us a little bit about the book? Certainly. Uh, I spent, you know, I, I spent last several years, you know, thinking about it uh, and thinking for ways that I could share, you know, our collective story. Uh, it's it, it's an opportunity for the reader to, to climb into a cockpit, uh, shut the door and, and, and spend some pretty significant time with me and my, my co-pilot, my wingman. Uh, and so you get a chance to look to the world uh, through my eyes, and it's 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 a story that I tell. You have to you have to bear with it because it's my lens, uh, but it's a story of of my unit uh, and those young men and women that you know so bravely served in this time. And and so I, I owed it, I owed it to my unit to write this book. I owed it to myself to write it. I I think I owed it to most people who had sons and daughters and husbands and wives and uncles etc. who served. Um, that it would, you know, somehow help them understand what they did and what they continue to do in many cases. I know you served in Afghanistan. You didn't serve. Were you still there when we withdrew from Afghanistan, or had you left the service by then? I had left the service by then. Um, and so, yeah, that's another uh, uh, That's another legitimate concern. Yeah, I, I was going to ask you about legitimate. that. That was my next question. Uh, yeah, it's, it's tragic. You know, you, you, we really just— we just turned our back on our allies we and these relationships we built for 20 years people who we we told them they can trust us they told us they can believe in us um and then all they can think of 
is that we lied to them and, and we left them there to suffer at the hands of of savages. That's they truly are. Uh, the Taliban and the, the Akai network, all those levels of uh, leadership within um, the Taliban are ruthless. And if anyone doesn't believe me, uh, you're 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 mistaken. Um, when they say they hate you because you're an American, and I will kill you because you're an American, they will. You're a woman, you're not going to vote. You're a girl, you're not going to go to school, and and they mean it. And there's no getting around it. They 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 reinvest that message with with uh, at the barrel of a gun every day. I can only imagine what's happened to those we left behind that are still being hunted or captured or you know in fear of being caught. It's uh, it's a it's a it's a disgrace. It really is. Well, and how how nice of the Biden administration to leave them a bunch of military equipment and millions of dollars in order to rearm themselves. I mean, it's you're right. It is a disgrace and. And unfortunately, uh, the media really kind of gave him a pass on it. So, again, uh, Colonel, I appreciate you. Thank you again for your service. The book is called Ghosts of Baghdad, Marine Corps Gunships on the Opening Days of the Iraq War. And if they want to, they can find more information about you and about the book at ericbuer.com, correct? Absolutely. Uh, go to Amazon. Uh, go to Barnes oh, & Noble. Yeah. You can get it anywhere. Absolutely get it anywhere. Uh, and uh, thanks, John. I really appreciate you giving me some time to talk to you, and uh, I appreciate everything you do for you and your and your community. Likewise, and thank you again for your service, Colonel. I appreciate it. We'll take a quick break, pay a few bills, and when we return, political commentator Christian Watson will join us to discuss the news this week that House Speaker Kevin McCarthy called for a formal impre- impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. The Wichita Animal Action League would like to invite you to our annual Wags and Whiskers fundraiser brought to you by Credit Union of America and Midwest Fastener Supply on Sunday, September 24th at Chicken and Pickle. Enjoy food, drinks, games, a silent live auction and more, all while hoping to save lives. To purchase tickets, please visit waalrescue.org, and we're glad that Odyssey serves. U.S. Cellular Prepaid is built to have your back. It's why we offer a three-day grace period if you ever need a little more time to pay. Sometimes there's on the day of your picnic. Sometimes backyard soccer ends with but those three extra days to pay, they're always right there when you need them. They're a little bit of in the middle of a very day. U.S. Cellular Prepaid offers a variety of plans starting at just $25 a month. U.S. Cellular, built for us. 
Terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. You need new flooring, but you don't know where to start. Mill Creek Carpet and Tile, of course. Stop in and visit our one-stop shop, a newly renovated showroom with an expanded selection of Mill Creek Carpet's signature value brand of carpet, ceramic tile, wood, and luxury vinyl plank. We will help you select the perfect flooring for your home, and we can also install it for you online at millcreekcarpet.com. Mill Creek Carpet and Tile is your one-stop shop. Come in and get floored. Dugan exit off of Kellogg, Wichita's best kept secret. Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, the official partner of KNSS. New customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets, guaranteed. All customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Visit FanDuel.com slash KNSS. This is an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus in President Kansas. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Getting help is your best bet. Call 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. NFL Sunday ticket offer ends 9-18-23. No refunds. Terms and embargoes apply. $100 off NFL Sunday ticket, not YouTube TV. YouTube TV base plan required to watch YouTube TV. Redemption requires a Google account and current form of payment. Commercial use excluded. Subscription renews. Cancel anytime. Weather is brought to you by Serta Pro Painters. This is Carrie Lake, and you're listening to The John Whitmer Show on KNSS. Live Sunday nights. This is The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Well, I think my dog and it breaks my heart to have to say Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Make sure you download the Odyssey app or tell your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. You'll find podcast links to all our previous episodes there. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook and through social pages. And follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. Well, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy announced Tuesday he's calling on his committees to open a formal impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. Even as they have yet to prove allegations he directly profited off his son's foreign business deals, it's about time they're at least conducting the inquiry. The move comes amid increasing pressure from his right flank to move ahead with the inquiry, including some on the far, far right, you know, people like me, who have threatened to oust McCarthy from his speakership. With us now to give us some insights into the implications of the impeachment inquiry is Christian Watson. He's a political commentator and podcast host of the Pensive Politics Show. His daily cultural and political analysis can be found on his YouTube page titled Christian Watson. He's appeared on uh, Newsmax TV, Bold TV, BBC Radio, BBC Radio London, <laughs> and many more stations of note around the world in digital media. Mr. Watson's commentaries have reached thousands on YouTube, involving collaborations with voices across the scope of the, and the spectrum. Christian, thank you for joining us this evening. It's a pleasure to have you on the show, my friend. Thank you. So, um, you know, in, in this announcement, Christian, McCarthy indicated that there are allegations of abuse of power, obstruction and corruption. 
And, of course, immediately Democrats were crying foul, saying it's pure politics, that there's no there there. And, you know, I'm sure you remember, like I do, when they rolled out the first impeachment investigation into Trump, uh, there was no there there. But they sure were all about impeaching Trump the first time around. How come they're not, you know, waiting to do the same thing here? Yeah, so here's here's my, my personal opinion. The impeachment process is not what it was envisioned in the Constitution. Yes, amen. The impeachment process it was envisioned in the Constitution to be a impartial fact-finding process that would then discern what crimes, if any, were committed by the person being impeached, in this instance the president, and then – that this would initiate the a formal impeachment and then a trial in the Senate, and all that stuff happens. Well, that's not what it actually is. What it actually is these days is merely a political weapon Thank used you. by particular warring sides in a tribalistic fashion to one-up the other team. Now, this is a more deeper question that we have to really ask ourselves as Americans. Because beyond the Democrats being hypocrites, that's, that's an interesting point, but there's a much deeper point to make, I think. We have to really ask ourselves, how has the nature of politics corrupted our institutions, and, and, and how much have Americans taken that taken that for granted? Because many of us take for granted the corruption and the vice that so many politicians seem to have. If you look at society, built into the archetype of the politician, there is an element of criminality, of vice, of mistrust from the public. Yeah. Why do we take that for granted? Because politics – That's true. <laughs> at least in, in the American context, politics is not simply – you going into Congress and voting on something. Politics is the process of governance as constrained by first principles. But generally, and this is the danger, politics is also the science of power. Right. How power is used, how it works in particular institutions, and how it is applied in particular institutions. And the science of power is sometimes used by those who have the worst of intentions, yes. and even those who have the best of intentions, who have no guiding ethos. We as Americans have gotten to a point where we have taken for granted this lack of philosophical richness from our politicians, and we have simply fell into the tribalistic, two-dimensional approach that attacks one side for using political power wrong and the other side for doing it wrong without actually asking the question, what is the proper use of political power? And beyond the impeachment, I think more Americans need to, need to concentrate on this factor, ask this question, and demand answers for it from their representatives. No, you're absolutely right. And and I, I think the perfect example here is the first impeachment into Donald Trump versus even, say, the second impeachment, but certainly the first one, and this impeachment of Biden. I mean, in that first impeachment of Donald Trump, it, we, we now know it was based solely on a fabrication on the, you know, the laptop, the, the stolen laptop that turned out to be the Russian hoax and all that collusion. It was all based on a lie. Here you've got the facts are everywhere. There are text messages. There are emails. There are witnesses. There are whistleblowers. There are meetings. There are phone calls. There's dinners. There's a whole lot of smoke here. And I, no matter where you fall on this, all this is right now is an inquiry. And I would think that that reasonable minds on both sides should be able to say, okay, let's have the inquiry and find out where it is versus the knee-jerk reaction that says, oh, no, it's just playing politics. But I do think you're absolutely right in that impeachment was ne never designed to be used the way it is being used. And, it, and yet 
that's what they did with Donald Trump. And it, part of this, to me, feels like the Republicans are saying, oh, well, you, you did it to our guy, so we're going to do it to your guy. So there's this broader movement on the political right, which – and this is a more – some almost a more um, sort of vague thing happening or obscure thing happening. But it's very important because these obscure movements on the right actually generate the political situations that we see. There's this movement on the right that is designed to move away from the first principles of our constitution and move more to an assertive vision of government and political power used to further certain ends that particular people want. And we see people in Congress like Josh Hawley and others who represent this particular faction of the right who believe that the right has for a very long time, the American right, has had a distrust of power so much so that it has embraced limits and has embraced the rhetoric of the skepticism called limited government, that kind of stuff. Well, this faction wants to get rid of that rhetoric, get rid of those constraints, and in fact use government for their own ends, use power for their own ends. But I see here's that. the problem. Yeah, and that's a concern, and many people are surprised. I'm not surprised. Because if you go to a gathering of young conservatives, people in my generation, Gen Z, I almost assure you many more of them will be talking about the cultural rot and how government, in their view, can fix it as opposed to touting the rhetoric of Reagan. And it, it's, a, it's a truth that really stings me. It's a truth that scares me. But the old, old right of the, of the Reagan years needs to understand this because limited government is not in, enough to break through to so many people. Even though I believe limited government is the answer, it is not enough to break through so many people. And so you see this mentality being generated by these broader movements, and that then leads to, hey, impeachment. They did it to me. I do it to them. The problem is this approach lacks a philosophy that, is, that conforms to the ethos of Americanism. America was not built off of mob rule. It was not built off of petty revenge or petty political squabbles. Right. America was built off of, first and foremost, the first principles that, are, that a civilization requires to ensure human flourishing, and that is freedom within moral constraints. And if you follow that line through – the entire development of American history from how we ordered our civilization to how we ordered our government, you can therefore then find the answer to so many different disputes. But if you reject that, as this faction most certainly does, then what happens is the original goal gets corrupted, and those who were sworn to defend the Constitution, even on the right, become its greatest enemies. We have to avoid that fate by pushing back against the ideology that say we can use power just like they do. No, we can't if we wish to have a republic to still maintain. Right. Well, and the problem, and by the way, we're talking with political commentator Christian Watson. The problem with this tit for tat is because one side will never always be in power. And when the other side takes over, then they're just going to tat you back for your tit. And that's what happens. This is why we don't want to get rid of the filibuster. This is why certain things, because if you do, then they're going to turn around and do it to you. And and it's it, it for us to, for those on the, on the, who are pushing impeachment because they impeached Donald Trump. Look, I don't like the fact that they impeached him. I thought it was a joke. I thought it was a farce. But at the same time, that's not the reason to this turn around and impeach Joe Biden. If he's done something wrong, then okay, then let's do it. But you don't do it just because they did it. And I'm so glad to hear someone else say that because you have to have reason. You have to follow law. You have to follow tradition. And and I'm glad to hear that. Um, Christian, what... What has the House uncovered so far? Um, what are the outstanding questions that you think they'll uncover in this in this you know uh, process? 
And obviously, it can't go anywhere with a Democrat-controlled Senate. So what are the Republicans hoping to accomplish by conducting this inquiry anyway? I mean, it's not going to go anywhere. So what's the whole point of it? So my understanding, and of course, I don't know what the various factions of the Republican conference are thinking. My suspicion is, however, there is a faction of the Republican conference that represents the populist crowd of the GOP, the Marjorie Taylor Greens, Matt Gates. Matt Gates has been pushing for this immensely. Matt Gates is a moron. I'm sorry, but which <laughs> uh, says that well, well, look, I think that I think well, I think that there are there's there's merit in every political character around, even those we may not agree with. You know, I don't think that Nancy Pelosi or Chuck Schumer are luminaries of political wisdom. <laughs> okay, true, good point. No, no, but I learn from them every day. So, but but anyway, so they've been pushing for this, and and their claim is that, and this is a claim that I think is borne out by some evidence that Joe Biden. Biden has in some way, shape, or form, whether it be during his time as vice president or during his time as president, been involved in obscuring and facilitating the financial crimes of Hunter Biden as, yep. vice, as president, uh, supposedly having his DOJ and prevent financial officers from uh, obtaining letters that would have indicated um, Hunter Biden in, in finance crimes, which is what happened. Now that Biden had anything to do with that, we don't really know. But but it, that's really where the speculation comes in. Whereas Vice President using his status to help um, secure Dilla Parisma, there are some legitimate questions that are not being answered. But the problem is these are legitimate questions. A- in my opinion, we should look at the questions and see where the evidence leads as opposed to jumping the gun and, and, and immediately going towards impeachment. But I, I do see why this has been launched. It's not just politics. It's politics. But it's not just politics. There's also a sense that there was an injustice done to the country by Joe Biden, and I think that that needs to be investigated. Yep, no, I think you're right. Christian, I appreciate you, my friend. If folks uh, want to connect with you, if they want to follow you on Twitter, they can find you at Official C. Watson, correct? Yes, yes, yep, absolutely. Brother, I appreciate you. I'm sure they can find your podcast there. Christian, thank you again for joining us, and carry on the fight, my friend. Thank you. We'll take a quick break, and then I want to hear from you. Our studio lines are open, 316-869-1330. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We'll be back right after this. Foley Rental is your locally owned equipment rental store for commercial, industrial, farm, and residential projects with a large fleet of aerial lifts, telehandlers, generators, trench shoring, and temperature control equipment, plus cat skid steers, excavators, loaders, and attachments, all inspected and maintained by over 500 certified technicians so you stay safe and on schedule. Foley Rental, committed to you from the ground up. Call 855-RENT-FOLEY or visit foleyrental.com. Back to school, back to savings sales event at Midwest Kia. Special APR programs with rates as low as 0.9% and rebates as high as $7,500 off MSRP. We are making room for 2024 inventory and passing the savings on to you on all new 2023 Kias on the lot. APR as low as 0.9% and rebates as high as $7,500 off MSRP at Midwest Kia. At Midwest Kia, you'll find inventory in stock and available today with fair pricing that is never over MSRP and no fine print and gotcha tricks that require the fast talk disclaimer at the end of this ad. 
It's a better way to buy that is simple, transparent, and fast. All new Kias come with an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain warranty. Visit Midwest Kia or MidwestKia.com. And remember, we want to see you in a Midwest Kia. APR financing subject to credit approval by Kia Finance America to well-qualified buyers expires 930. Child care providers are helpers, protectors, and professionals. They are devoted and hardworking and critical to many families' success. Our communities rely on child care professionals to nurture our children, to allow parents to return to work, and to keep our economy strong. They take care of all of us. Now it's our turn to return the favor. Let's give child care providers the resources they need to keep going. Together, let's strengthen child care in Kansas. Get involved at childcareinkansas.com. We're out to be number one in the USA. That's the reason people say Rusty X Ford. Hey, you can't do better than that. It's model year and clearance time. Every new Ford is on sale. Our 2023s have to go to make room for 2024s on the way. We're making it easy for you with financing as low as 0% APR up to 60 months and big model year and discounts. Savings up to $11,000 off MSRP or financing as low as 0% APR. But you have to hurry in. This is for a limited time. Heck, with big discounts like these, we might run out of inventory. Rusty at 48, you can't do if you don't come see me today, I can't save you any money. Plus tax and fees. F-150, 23T, 466. MSRP, 65, 325. Sale price, 64, 325. Must finance with Ford credit. Must have a qualifying trade-in with purchase. 0% APR finance and select new Fords for the 60 months. 1667 payment per month for 1,000 finance. Offers cannot be combined. Expires 10 2023 What it is, this is Tyrus from Fox News, and you're listening to The John Whitmer Show. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Let's get right to it. I mean, we don't have a whole lot of time left. I know coming up on Thursday, the 21st, is the next monthly meeting of the Sedgwick County Republican Party. It's at 6.30. The meet and greet starts at uh, 6.30. The event starts at 7 at the Wichita Area Builders Association at 7.30 North Main. With us now is the chair of the Sedgwick County Republican Party, Deb Lucia. Deb, thank you for calling. I appreciate you Stepping away from, I know you got an event tonight, but I appreciate you calling. Thank you. So, thank you. It's nice to have you with us again. Well, thank you, John. It's nice, always nice to be here. You've got, uh, I know we're going to have the Wichita City Council District 5 candidates, Gary Bond and J.V. Johnson on the show. I'm sure there'll be other candidates on the November ballot. I've had both Gary and J.V. That should be a good, uh, good opportunity for folks to meet their candidates, talk to them. This, we've got to make sure that we win the majority back on the Wichita City Council. This is an important election coming up. It's very important. And and the District 5 is particularly important that Republicans get out and vote in very yes. large numbers yep. um, because we have two Republicans. Um, if two Republicans split the vote, there is a Democrat on the ballot. Yep. And that means that the Democrat will win. However, that particular district, District 5, is predominantly – we have a lot of Republicans in that district – if they show up, we should win. Yep, I agree. I want to. I know I. I don't have a whole lot of time. I do want, and I'm gonna surprise you with this. I do want to ask you. Coming up on the 30th is the next state party meeting. Uh, it's out in Paola. 
Mike Brown's pulling a fast one. He's got it out in a rural location. He's limiting the uh, number of uh, non-voting members that can be in attendance. So he's trying to stifle um, participation. The He's limited the public from being there. Do you know if they're going to bring up the crazy uh, you know, proposal to strip the executive committee? Do you know if that's on the agenda or could come up as a floor motion? Do you know? I'm told that it's not on the agenda, okay. that it's going to be pushed out until the um, winter meeting. Um, however, What's we do, this? I, I, this? This well, is the summer meeting in the, in this the fall? Is the, this is the, yeah, the summer meeting is in, yes, at the end of September is the summer meeting. So when's the um, winter meeting? And, well, that's our main, the main, the main meeting that we have in February, March timeframe. Okay, okay. So it'll be next, next year, year, 2024. Right. Okay. So what, what, I, what, what we've been told is that we will be deciding on the process for selecting delegates to the, um, the RNC convention in 2024. Um, now, it's interesting that I've received a letter as a delegate. I've received a letter from somebody talking about the, rules, the proposed rules change. Um, so yeah, I don't know. They could always bring but it up from the floor, correct? I believe you can, yes, I believe that's true, but that depends upon what the rules are going into the meeting, and those will be set there at the meeting. So don't hold me to that, but I, yes, people can bring things up, but then it's up to Mike Brown to control that. Yeah, if he wants you to. Could set, you could, right, you could set rules at the beginning that say what's going to happen um, and, you know, and have those in place. So, so I don't know. And we don't even have a location yet. I thought it was we in Payola. It's in Payola, but we don't know where Payola. Aren't we okay? Just to make sure, it doesn't isn't there a limited time that he has to notify time, date, etc. by statute by rules? It's fourteen days, but we have yeah, it's fourteen days. So ah. that would be that's coming up. That's now, yeah. Okay, well, that's right now, yeah. Deb, I appreciate you. Keep up the good work. Thank you for keeping us informed, and we'll we'll see you Thursday night, right? Okay, great. Yep, yep. Which top builders association? I will see you then, Deb. Carry on if I keep up the good work. In the meantime, folks, have a good week, and uh, we'll be here for you next Sunday, and we'll see you Thursday night. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app, the biggest sports radio stations in the country, providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives, streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.